Welcome to the first episode of AFK Chat with Ender and James. I'm Ender. That other guy over there is James. How are you doing today, James? Awesome. Just trying was to decide a, if this was our actual take or we're going to redo it. And no, this is the actual one. I'm not going back. I'm not talking again. You can take whatever I said there and just plop it in front of wherever you want to start. I don't really care. Listen, I just want to... Can I put out this disclaimer for anyone sure. that has decided to go on this adventure with us and if you have heard from us before with an i don't even want to talk about the names we've had there's been a lot of trial and error and we are about to go down an adventure that we plan to 100 percent stick with because if we do not stick with this one i think we're done <laughs> yeah I, I would have to agree with that and whether whether or not we um you know you're gonna you're gonna see a lot of changes over the time as we learn and do different things but uh we keep going back and forth back and forth back and forth starting new things going through it and and i think it was a journey that we needed to learn yeah well, 100% uh, to under, yeah to understand the importance around uh the consistency and the world that we want to to live in and do life gets crazy uh we can't guarantee everything is going to be as consistent as you want it to be but we keep coming back and now we have found that it's it's just us. We started with a lot. Yeah. Started with a lot of yeah. other people that have come through all of these different things, committed, not committed, started. And, you know, we're, we're down to just me and you who for some odd reason continue to stay on this <laughs> weird journey and for some weird reason like to continue to talk to each other about the same stupid things. And we're hoping that everyone else out there enjoys them. And that's kind of what we're going to go over this first episode is just to get to know James and I, uh, what what to expect from this podcast, what you're going to get. This is a video game news review channel, but we're going to be more focused around the things that we like. We're not just going to give you everything in the news industry. We're going to have some new segments, so we'll mention it. We'll let you know what's going on when there's big news that's out there in the world, and then we'll probably dive into some of the favorite games that we like to play, what's coming out, you know, I like, like uh, example, I'm never going to sit down and play Baldur's Gate. Not my kind of game, but James might go and dabble in it. Cause that's his world. We have very differing styles of games that we like to play on our own versus what we play together. Co-op and co-op is mostly around the battle Royale world. Yeah. Like that's, that's what we, we play and the Tarkovs, the like, uh, what do you call them? The, the crafting games. survival, survival crafting games. Yeah. The survival crafting games. Like, uh, the, the big one now everyone's going to know is, uh, uh, Fortnite Legos games like yeah. that. Um, cause I think it got a lot of people into the genre kind of opened that genre up a little bit, um, for people to, to start playing, uh, even though it's more of the Minecraft world, which we never really got into Minecraft. No. But, survival games in general horror survival the forest some of the other ones that, that are the out day there. before um, those are the you day know, before. solid games how, how did that work out <laughs> i got my refund from steam you so that worked refund? out great yeah okay well as long as you got your refund put 25 I mean, hours in it and steam automatically all, refunded all the me. things yeah steam did the right thing there i was i was glad that they did the right thing on that game but man um but you can't knock them. They did launch a game. <laughs> they did listen. <laughs> they did. They, launch it. they did. They did launch it. They did launch it. And in all fairness, the the bugs weren't any different than some AAA games that get launched. So, 
Uh, very true. I mean, we've been waiting. Half of those bugs were the same that Tarkov still has. Yeah. That they were playing. And I, I wanted to play and never actually got, to, like, I got sick right oh, as, yeah, as the yeah, game that's came. Right. You and never I wasn't got to able even... to download it. I never got to download it. It was on my wish list. Um, needless to say, they took it off my wish list. It's no longer there. <laughs> um, so I won't be playing that. So, James, starting off with the first question that I think uh, the world wants to know. How did you get into the gaming world, social oh, media, podcast? Whoa, whoa, the gaming world or social media? Po- like, Well, let's just say like the gaming world first, and then how did you transition that into wanting to talk about it into video game podcasting and things like that? So I grew up uh, definitely old school. Or industry news. you know. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm a little bit old school with games. Uh, the first video game system that I remember playing is the ColecoVision. And my, that's what my father had. And he had Donkey Kong and a game called uh, Venture, which some people, I think, re, I think it got revamped and it's like an ad- adventure game. But it's kind of like a, you, you go from room to room and it was, you grab keys and, you, you know, it was, uh, I really don't know, Zelda like back in the day before Zelda was Zelda, right? Before anything like that advanced to the next level. Um, it was, it was like, it was like, um, Zork, but with, uh, graphics. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. So then, uh, from that's pretty much all I ever got to play. And, you know, I, I is vaguely remember being allowed to play with it once in a while. And, you know, a game controller back then, it literally looked like a television remote with a little joystick at the top of it. And you held it like the, it was very confusing. Um, and then probably about the time I was 10 or 11, my dad finally got me for Christmas a NES, Nintendo Entertainment System. And I had that until I was 17 years old when my dad decided to buy me a PlayStation that had already been out for a little bit. So I didn't get to do any of the Super Nintendos. You know, friends, I played it, you know, Nintendo 64, Super Nintendo, things like that. But then I remember I got a PlayStation and I'm pretty sure my dad got it just for Gran Turismo because I would wake up in the middle of the night, he'd be at the end of my bed, just grinding away at, at the races. Um, and then from there, it was just kind of video games off and on. I, I left gaming for a while. Um, always kind of went back to my Nintendo, <laughs> you know, always playing Nintendo games. I had so many, uh, even when I had a PlayStation, I still play my NES all the time and then left. And then probably about the time I was, I don't know, 20, I want to say 26, 27, somewhere around there. Uh, I missed the first Call of Duty. I wasn't around, well, not first Call of Duty, but Call of Duty 4, Modern Warfare, when it kind of blew up. I hadn't gotten back into gaming yet, but when World at War came out, I had just picked up my Xbox. I had Fallout, got Fallout 3. I was just blown away by all this stuff. You know, I used to only play sports games back in the day. I played NCAA football, I'd play Madden, I'd play NHL, and I'd play FIFA. And that was pretty much all I played as a kid um, from the other systems. But I uh, got back into gaming you know, off and on over the years, really, really enjoyed it. Big Call of Duty fan every year, the whole midnight release. And, you know, I was the big groupie at GameStop waiting for the, the midnight launch and all that. And then, like a lot of people, COVID happened. Uh, I had a kid on the way that I was joint custody with, and I got into the streaming world. I had no idea what I was doing. I tried to do it with just an Xbox and a laptop. That was a disaster. Then I finally got a PC, wasn't very good, and messed with the Elgato capture card with my Xbox. 
got so sick of that nonsense. So I was like, you know, what? I'm just going to be a PC gamer. <laughs> so when I realized I can play most of my games on PC that I was already playing and I could just hook my controller up to it and it played the same way, especially at the time uh, Destiny had finally gone to PC. That's really what I was grinding out at the time. Uh, yeah, it really just kind of changed changed yeah. what I was doing then. And, and then uh, basically that's how you and I met. Yeah, that was, that's, a, that's another story there. Yeah, um, it's been a whole, a little bit whole journey. We've done later. a lot of podcasts. Don't need to name them all. We've done a lot of no. fun shows over the years, too. Uh, we did some game shows. Yeah. Uh, like I said, learned a lot. But here we are today. And now, actually, what's great is that I actually use what you and I have learned over the years. And that has gone into my professional job. I am a, a, a sales rep for Sandals and Beaches Resort. And now I do podcast for the company. And I actually just won an award as social media and creator of the yeah, year. So listen, I'm going to flex I'm, a little bit. I'm claiming, I'm claiming half of that. <laughs> no, I listen, I, listen, I give you I'm a gonna, lot of credit. I'm going to take half the reward. I, I did call you out on our I red carpet reveal. Trip. I want a free trip. All listen, let me, rooms. let me work some magic. Maybe y'all can get it. Where, listen, I need my editor here. We need All the right. editor and, and the sound guy here. So support. you could be the tech, tech, you could be the tech guy. But uh, yeah, yeah, so it's so, been it's been a journey. So here we are, and AFK chat. I think is something that you had the rights to started. the name for a while, right? And then yeah, we just decided to use it, that. Well, I started it when we kind of, I don't know. We well, let me let me backtrack. So, you know, for my story is is very very similar. I think it's it's similar in nature, but um, really, what I got my first. Man, the NES. So I'm a little bit younger. So NES had already been out when I when I was okay. born. So like it was it was already out for a year. I'm not that much younger than you. So it already been out for a year. <laughs> so like my dad wasn't a video gamer or any of that kind of stuff. So I got my first one when I was like three or four years old. When my dad finally bought the NES, it was like four or five years old. Yeah, yeah. And this was like when consoles were coming out every ten years, fifty. Like there's gaps. You didn't have like a console a year. Like there was a there was a long time in between. Yeah, them. like I said, I couldn't even tell you when the Super Nintendo and sixty four came out. Yeah, because I was just so, NES. So he bought it, and like my and it's funny because my forte into games is exactly like how my son. Like I did the same thing my mom did with my son. Is I would sit on the floor. Yes, we had to sit on the floor because the controllers were plugged in and the yeah. couch was too far away. So me and my mom would sit on the floor, and she would play. And my controller would be unplugged because I'm like three years old. <laughs> yeah. Like I can't play three or four. So I can't play. So there's, there's like home video of me jumping up and down thinking I'm winning the game. And it's just my mom there. Like, God, kid, please go to sleep. Yeah. Like I'm still playing <laughs> this thing. I don't want to be playing this game anymore, but he's having fun. So I'm going to continue mm -hmm. to do it. So like, that's how I got started was not playing, playing. And then finally um, we got N64 and those games, but I never was really into it. it was, more sports like played more sports but yeah. my friends would come over sleepovers we play you know we play some games there but what really got me started was the game boy so when game boy came out was when like my gaming started going crazy because traveling to baseball games and things like that sitting in the car like you didn't have the dvd player you didn't have yeah. those things um and if you did it didn't last long because batteries sucked and you couldn't bring enough like AAA batteries to power a whole movie uh with the with the portable dvd player so i had the game boy and you know didn't have any i'd never had the advanced or any other ones just like original game boy and i would sit there and just play and play and play um so then took a big break from games didn't really do anything with it 
Um, got through high school, started playing baseball. Um, and what happened in college is I was, I got, I got hurt in college and, um, I had to redshirt a year. So I would go to class, come home, couldn't go to practice. Couldn't do like, I wasn't allowed to do anything because I had blown out my knee. So it's like, there's nothing you could do until your knee recovers. So you have this very minimal training that you'd have to go in and do. And then I'd be back at basically the dorm room with all of the other guys out of practice still or traveling. This is exactly when, so we had the Xbox and call of duty, modern warfare. The first the, one had the, come out. The fourth, the like original. call of duty, the, well, modern warfare, call of duty, modern four. I guess, yeah. Yeah. Whatever it is. One. Yeah. So modern warfare. So that one had come out and uh, game battles became big. So I had started playing and then and just started in the competitive world with game battles and continued playing, continued playing, continued playing. Uh, not anything good. No one like didn't didn't try to go pro or anything, but game battles was just there. Um, so coming off of that, my, my one of my other friends probably, you know, baseball didn't work out. All of those things had to go get a real job. Ended up working at Best Buy. And, <laughs> you know, so well, what else do you do? Like, you're a kid. You got nothing else. You go to yeah. Best Buy. You get a daytime job. Started unloading boxes and stuff there. And finally, um, yeah, they found out, hey, you know a lot about video games and TVs and stuff. So go sell things on the floor. And I met one of my buddies who was uh, playing World of Warcraft at the time. And then... This was right when Burning Crusade was ending and Wrath of the Lich King was coming out. So you had Vanilla WoW, you had Burning Crusade, and now we're at Wrath of the Lich King. So your third expansion that you have. And I went all in. Wow. Super big, like, problem. (laughs) Problem deep into it. Where you see all the movies that they make of, like, 14, 15, 16 hours straight. Yeah, that was us. You know, you would literally wake up, go to work, Work for work, work your shift, go home, get online, and then play online until, oh shit, I gotta go back to work. Let me uh, get an hour of sleep and then do it over again for, I don't know, two or three years. Like this was going on. Yeah. We were playing um, through those expansions. Then uh, kind of had to make a choice of like, yeah, this isn't gonna be good. This isn't this isn't healthy. So dropped out, didn't play a lot, and then slowly just got into the casual gaming scene again. Started playing more. Call of Duty was still big, playing all those games. And like you said, COVID came in, hit, and it was like, huh, what am I going to do? Um, let's let's do this streaming thing everyone's doing and trying to learn this thing. And I, again, not a PC gamer. Like, had PCs, knew how to work on them, knew all those things, but didn't didn't PC game other than World of Warcraft. I was going to say, you were the ultimate PC gamer. But But like... When you say that, I didn't have any of the other games. My okay. PC was built to play World of Warcraft, and that's it. And I would get off of it and then go play Xbox. Gotcha. So, like, I wouldn't even download the other games. I didn't even know what Steam was. I, I knew how to launch World of Warcraft and play, and that was it. And then I would go to my Xbox and play Xbox or PlayStation or whatever you had at the time. Mm. Um, so from that, and that's kind of how we met was through a friends discord yeah and and then i don't even know how that happened from there somehow we started talking about they talked about a podcast did did a thing with um through two of your other friends 
Yeah. And we did a you did a was, we did an E3 live reaction on the Parents versus Gaming podcast. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. And then we realized we have a lot more in common than we wanted to admit. Yeah, and that and then we just started playing and then just continued to go through there and have gone through multiple iterations of those games. So that's kind of, you know, how we got into it, how we came together, started multiple different podcasts from that, like we had talked, we had already talked about. Um, and then kind of just took all of those skills that we've learned, all the things that we've watched, and we're just putting it all into this one here and just focusing on gaming news, industry news, games that we like to play. Um, and then just also the entire industry i think that's i think that's the key that we we try to separate a lot of the other ones and do different pieces but it all came back to like gaming industry exactly yeah a podcast about the last of us or 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 halo would come out we would like oh let's start a new podcast about the new halo tv show but it's all it just begets too much it becomes too much yeah so here we're going to try to cover all of that smaller segments break it down give you um, nice long episodes, but segmented in a way that you can get the news you want. You could flip through the podcast and only yeah. listen to a segment that you want to hear. Is it is it the new game review I want to hear? Is it the industry news? Is it just them bantering and going off on each other because they think each one's wrong, like we'll do here in probably the next five minutes um, when we get into our, our questions that were submitted by... Uh, by a couple of my friends that had said, "What are what? What should we talk about?" I had given them those, and that, that you gave you gave them hear. homework. Yeah, I give other people homework. <laughs> I don't come up with my own ideas. That's how that works. So, um, is there anything else that I missed that we're going to cover? Or that that you um, get out of, if you're watching week? if you're watching video and not listening on uh, any of the podcast platforms around the globe, specifically Spotify and Apple Podcasts, I think are the two main at this point. Uh, anyways. Um, we are on TikTok, Instagram. We have two YouTube channels, a long form one and a one that is, is straight up only shorts, whether it's our gameplay that from us playing or shorts off of the podcast. And we also have a X slash Twitter channel. It's so weird to call it X. I don't, I don't care how long this goes. I'm still, well, I, so you I, know I feel like X I always have from, to say, right? I know that it's something to do with his old company or his first thing or whatever, yeah. but. Uh, how long is it going to be before we stop saying X slash Twitter or Twitter slash? I, I don't know if it'll ever stop. I always feel like I have to say Twitter. If I just say X, people won't know what I'm talking about. I, yeah, I, I mean, it, it's when it's that built into your society and social norm, it's going to be a long time before that changes. I mean, it would be like, it's going it like, to take a young generation. We'll, we'll be gone before before that ever yeah changes. it would be like zuckerberg changing facebook at this point and just calling it b i think that's a better name than facebook. <laughs> sorry well you're welcome mark the, there, there the you go facebook he dropped the the oh yeah it used to be the facebook the facebook but what I, if he just so, called it a letter what if it was v v or z I mean, I, that's the catches on z days. like i yeah. don't know it just sounds it would be weird you'd still want to call it facebook I mean, yeah, I, I, it took me a while to not call it the Facebook. Like, I remember saying that, and my nephew was like, wow, you're old. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I had a college. Yeah, I had, I had college, to get on there with my college ID. College ID in order to do that. My wife was the, 
So my wife was the second group that got on that he expanded it to. Yeah, yeah. I was on the second um, group too. Yeah. So yeah, she yeah. was in the second mm-hmm. group. And like I wasn't. Like I was like, what? My school's not in here yet? Yeah. This sucks. I was on the third expansion. Yeah, no, I was on like, the second expansion. And it was funny because back then it's weird. You know what's funny? Stuff that was cool back then, or at least what we thought was cool. I had so many friends from like Stanford and UCLA and USC and over at Manchester because it was like a race to who, who could have the most friends on Facebook. So you just, well, I, I mean, the, but you yeah, chatted with so, those people. You didn't just add them. You'd be like, Oh, what's your class schedule? Like what? Like you, I remember that transition though. Cause it was like the, MySpace top 10. Remember like the yeah. friends list, MySpace top 10 and the transition where MySpace was now only for now. It's only bands. Yeah. If you want to find a new band, it's there. But that was the the place. I remember spending hours setting up MySpace. Setting up MySpace. Like, you put like I, a, you I could code a video game in HTML. it. Yep. I learned HTML to be able to build a crazy MySpace mm. page back in the day. That's how bad that, that If you got on my was, MySpace, like, you could play Pac-Man on my nice. page. Yeah. Nice. I think I had Pong, but I, I wasn't as fancy to have Pac-Man. But anyway. I'm sure I just watched some sort of video and copied what they told me to do. But that was hard then. There wasn't like, I mean, you, you can just pull up YouTube. Video. Yeah, yeah. No, it was. Yeah. And then I had to wait 20 minutes for the page to load so I could watch the video. Yeah, you, you, you had to, you, you did that the day before. You started downloading that video the day before. Yeah. And then for your mom got on the phone and cut off the connection and you couldn't do anything. <laughs> so like the second phone Absolutely. line in the house was like the best in the world. I did play the dial-up sound for my kids the other day, and it was so funny. Like what? Like just looking at them being like, I have no idea what that was. <laughs> the sound of dial-up. Like that's re- how you got to the internet. Okay, kids. listen, I do have a funny story about me and my brother trying to get on the internet once. So I definitely had a dad that was like, "It's your bedtime. You can't be up." But you know, when we finally got like a computer. It was set up in, in uh, the family room, but my brother and I always wanted to be like, to get on. I, I, to be honest, I think probably just getting on AOL chat rooms or something like that. Some, some Can you imagine you're like the home computer back yeah. then? You had one. 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 So, but because we didn't want to get in trouble, that noise was so loud. We used to go to the bathroom and get his, all the towels and we would wrap up the <laughs> modem and we would wrap up the PC as much as we could to try to quiet down the sound. Because it was so loud. It was loud. It was, yeah. Like, you knew what was happening. And the, and the worst was when someone had to take a phone call. Oh, good. And it just dropped right in the middle of it. And mm-hmm. you're like, are you kidding me? And then, then they started running, uh, the, I remember the vo- voice over IP. So, like, when you could, you could pull, you could use your, or it was actually a power line over IP. Yeah. So you could plug the phone line into this adapter that then plugged into an outlet. And then you put the other outlet in your room and you could take the phone line out of it and it would send the internet signal through the power line. Cause it was the same. It was just the same as any other yeah, line. Absolutely. And um, yeah, no people th- th- we've lost half of our audience. Right yeah. Now. They have no idea where, about. yeah, exactly. But going back to the questions, here we go. We have three questions that are coming in. Okay. I'm going to start with, what is your favorite gaming movie? There's only one right answer. Well, that's so not, hopefully you get it right. Yeah, listen, it's my favorite gaming movie. It's but my, there's only one right answer. So but my right, an, my right answer is is perfect, and there's a reason. So, 
Uh, I know you you shut me up because I was trying to explain a little bit before. You know, I used to like a lot of different. I, I used to have a favorite. Not and necessarily just to a favorite, that point but is half the time our podcast is talked about before. Yeah, before. James <laughs> likes to give all his information out before we hit record. I'm just excited. And he to sits talk. there and stares at the thing like I got nothing to talk about. We already talked about this. <laughs> okay, so what I was trying to say is that video game movies used to be so bad, like our younger generation. So I don't really know if I had a favorite. Talk about the original Mario. So my favorite movie, it hit me when you made me think about this, is currently the newer Super Mario Brothers movie. And I'll tell you why it's my favorite movie. Because my son has never played a real, like, I mean, he plays on his Kindle. So cheesy games and stuff like that, but not like what we would consider the mainstream video games. He loves Mario Brothers so much that my wife got him a Mario Brothers pajama suit and he was like so excited. It was like Christmas all over again yesterday. I mean, he must have, and he almost has the movie memorized. We've probably watched it 10 times in the last two weeks. My son's favorite song is Peaches. Oh, my, he, he, he runs around the house <laughs> yelling, singing Peaches all day, all day long. That's what he's been doing the last three days. I got shared, you know, I have shared custody with my son, so I don't get him all the time, but he, um, yeah, I loves it. He's, he wakes up first thing in the morning, wants his breakfast. He's like, Mario, let's put Mario on. Why eat my breakfast? Like he, and he gets to the yeah, peaches we went part. That. Yeah, so we're, that we, is. We, we're into Pokemon now because we watched the, my son's a little bit older. My yeah. kids are a little bit older. So we got into the Pokemon detective movie now. My son was, it was all Pokemon Christmas. Nice. Like everything. I mean, he 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 went from having zero Pokemon The cards. Ryan Reynolds, the D- Detective Pikachu movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. That one. Um, and then I showed him all the cartoon ones now, and he's he's all into those. But uh, he went from zero Pokemon cards, kid never seen one before, to after this Christmas, he has three binders full. <laughs> it's crazy. Three Pokemon binders full. I mean, I don't, even know where I don't even know where they're coming from. That is something that has not died off like no, I thought it that it would. Not. It has continued to go. So what is your favorite video game right. movie? So I have a tie. The new Mario Brothers movie is the tie of the one that I had because it is it is that good. Like it really is. I mean, I think it's the top um, selling video game movie of all time, and it's one of the top selling oh, movies of twenty twenty three, I believe. It has to be. But throwing that one out as that just because of just the nature of the movie and and just nostalgia as a kid and all the other stuff yeah, yeah, that yeah. Mario comes down with. Uh, the original Mortal Kombat. <laughs> it's very it's so bad I mean, but it's so good it's so bad it's so good but when i was a kid like just the scorpion coming out of his hand and the fr- oh yeah, yeah. freezing was... and the graphics at goro all of that like it was just stunning to see and then the new one eh, it was okay i mean they kind of went off story and kind of broke up some of the things but uh, mortal Kombat still still one of those movies i'll go back and if it's on i have to watch like I just, I just have to watch it. That's funny. That it's on. Hey, it's good though. If you All haven't right. seen it and you don't know what we're talking about, we're not talking about the new one. Go back and watch the no. old one to have a little bit of little bit of respect for the franchise. Yes. Not the second one. There's not not Annihilation or any of those. It's just Mortal Kombat. All right. Into the next question. Top five. Actually, let's leave that one. Guilty pleasure game. What is your guilty pleasure? The game you go back to. That may be old, that has nothing to do that when if people are like, why the hell do you continue to play this thing? Did you just keep going back? Uh I've bounced around a lot. I I think over time, guilty pleasure game. 
uh, has really changed, and I don't want to... One of them is actually in my top five, but that's... I would say the closest thing to a guilty pleasure game currently, Ender, is probably No Man's Sky. You do, but you are on that all the time. I am just... Because it's something that if I'm bored, but I want to play games, but you're not home, and no one... Are, you, know, you know, a lot of my friends, they're, they're diehard with Destiny and stuff, and I'm, I've kind of moved on from that. Uh, it's easy to jump into No Man's Sky, get my stuff, and maybe go to a planet, goof around for a little bit. It's just a chill, relaxing game for me. Just like how and you I, say that. I, I like just go, go to I a like planet, looking, yeah. just look around. And I wanted to, okay, I did, I like Starfield. It was a good, I like the game. But it does not give me, it is not fun to explore in that game, unfortunately. So it's not fun to just go to a planet and then do stuff. Uh, Maybe some changes will happen and it'll change, but I, uh, of course a lot of people. But but I did enjoy the story. I enjoyed the game. But it, it, for the Guilty Pleasure game, currently over the last probably five years or so, I don't, I don't remember exactly how long that game's been out, but it has probably been. I've played, I've played it on PlayStation. I've played it on P- PC. I've played it on Xbox. I play it in VR. Uh, it is just super I chill out. I had a VR. I, I just sold it, actually. I had an Oculus Quest mm-hmm. too. Yeah. Interesting. So what about you, Ender? Right. Your guilty pleasure game? I mean, you could probably guess it. I'm, I'm going to guess it's the game you recently had me try with you. Yes. <laughs> Farming Simulator. 2020, 20, what is it? 2016 is when it started. Then we went to 2019. Now we're at 2022. Nothing better. Best, best guilty pleasure game. If you just want to sit around, you're watch, watching a TV show, you want to farm a little bit. And don't give me that. Your brother's right there with oh, me. Oh, no, my brother loves it. But I, listen, that. I, it is the first game that I have put more than an hour into that I did not leave later and think, I can't wait to get back in there and do more. I told you. I, no, I'm you saying I did not. Now. No, you did. no. I did not get that feeling. No, you're lying. At all. You're lying. Not even you a little bit. Feeling. There's nothing to build. Oh, then you can build the entire, you can build it in a whole map. Yeah, you could build just a farmland. Whole thing, or the whole farmland. You could do anything you want. You can put, build anything. I can't build no a house. Gold mining. You well, so you can. You can build your own assets. I can't even in die the in the game. I tried to run no, you look. over with a tractor just to have a little bit of fun. Look, that this is guilty happen. pleasure, fun. No, I get you. I get you. Here. It makes it this makes sense for you. I'm to run yeah. you over. The fact that the first thing you try to do is run me over with a tractor tells me where your mindset's already at <laughs> this is a goat simulator you, you probably right? already tried to run me over for fun i just didn't notice no i did not never would do that can't believe you <laughs> you've killed the me in every game that you can kill me in i have over i think i have over 600 hours in the 2022 one. yeah that's why i went with no Something man's sky like i'm well over a thousand hours in that game yeah i well that's just on steam i, I have no like I started it on Xbox. On the Game Pass thing. I yeah. haven't even, like, yeah, combined the two. All right. Now the big one. Top five video games of all time. I love how we are. Those Your are our guilty pleasures, but we start the podcast with. When we play together, we play a lot of Battle Royale games. <laughs> but here well, we are. Yeah. Here we are walking around a planet and, and farming. But, that, but, that's, <laughs> but that's because you can't, like, it's hard to try to focus on those games all the time. Like you have to be so locked in Yeah, that it's just, I don't want, I don't want to be deal, doing that. Like I, I play so many shooters and like, even like when you go around of like, um, 
Dead Rising or any of those games, it's like I don't want to smash somebody's skull in. Like, yeah. I'd rather just play a wholesome yeah. game. Like, yeah, I just want something that's there. Like, yeah. But, and then the other side to it is I learned things through like I had no idea how hard it was to be a farmer, and I had no idea how non-lucrative it is to be a farmer and how much <laughs> money you lose all the time. Yeah, it teaches like, you you're a just lot. Constantly that's for sure. losing money on how like. I learned how to uh, grow and harvest alfalfa. Didn't know how to do it, but they added it to the game, and now I know how to do it. Do you think you could so do it in real life? Oh, God, no. <laughs> That's way too much work. <laughs> I know the process. I know the machines that you would need to do it, but I am way too much of a wuss to get out there and actually do it. Hell no, way too much work. <laughs> I want my keyboard and my, my controller. I'm not going out there to do it for real life. I have the ultimate respect for farmers now because of just looking at like, uh, have you ever watched Clarkson's farm? Yeah. 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 Like I have watching that show and its own right makes me realize like, no, nah, I can't do that. No. I lived, close. I grew up in the farm. Like I didn't live like my family weren't we farmers, but behind us, farmland. yeah, behind us was farm. And a lot of my friends, the school I went to were all farmers. And, and the only thing I helped my grandfather with on the farm was I would pick the chicken eggs and I would um, get the honey from the bees' hives. Like, that was it. Other than that, everything else was on him. I was, but I was real. I mean, I was six or seven years old yeah, yeah, doing yeah. that. But um, no, I learned very fast when I had to, uh, to lay tile with my dad. The first time we did that, that manual labor was not going to be for me. And I was going to find other ways <laughs> to uh, make a living. <laughs> That's not, that's not yeah, my dad was a contractor and remodeler, so I definitely had to help him a lot with that, and I never wanted to have that. that I that respect job. it to a 100% for the guys that do it. Amy, mm. I'm not one of them. No, no, I'm too big of a baby. Top five, starting with, starting with number five. We'll go back and forth here. What is your number five? My number five, this was my guilty pleasure all through high school and as a kid. Blades of Steel. Good one. Good one. The hockey game. It is the hockey game yeah. on the NES that I I played so so funny. The the where I live, I live in, in near Dallas, Texas. In Plano slash Frisco is the National Video Game Museum Hall of Fame. Like uh Yeah, I'm waiting for us to do our uh on site walkthrough. You gotta get on a plane. No, I'm not gonna do that, but you can have me on FaceTime <laughs> while you walk through. Um but I always, I've been there three or four times and every time I go, there's always a couple, there's like some older dad, like, or it's either a dad or like a teenager playing Blades of Steel and they're just playing by themselves. I'm like, oh, I'll play with you. And they're like, like, okay. And within minutes, they're like, wow, this is not that fun anymore. I, no. I probably have played 10,000 hours of Blades of Steel. I could beat the game with any team. I knew all the glitches. I knew everything about the game. I can literally score... 20 something goals in a game against just about anybody. Yeah, I never played it that much, but I uh, but I remember I want to say the first time I played it, I rented it from Blockbuster. Yeah, probably. And played yeah. it and I was like, yeah, this is amazing. This it is was fun. the the just the graphics back in the day. It looked so cool. It's a side scrolling yeah. hockey game and and you could fight well, it in it. The, you could fight. Well, yeah, it set the precedent for all the games to come before. Yeah. Like it was it was ahead of its time. They mm -hmm. were definitely ahead of their time on that game. All right. My number five, Super Mario sixty four. So I Still, never I actually never played it. 
So like with the first kind of like 3D Mario game that yeah. we were going into, I don't know how many times I've played that game to completion. I don't know how many times I've played that game to completion to now. Like I still have an emulator of it, still play it today, love it. And then when um they put it onto the Switch when they did the cla the whatever the classics, yeah, yeah, yeah. The NES 64, um, started playing it again. Uh, say, same deal. Like I think I know I I can beat the game in four and a half minutes. Because just knowing where all of the little glitches and yeah, jump throughs yeah. are and how to get through it. But um it was probably the first game that I like sat down and played, played and played all the way through and learned everything about. Um, because I had a friend that would always would always beat me to getting to like the next level or something like that. And I just was determined to finish that game before him. I never did, but that was probably my number five. All right, you're four. No, you go four. Let's let's let's. All right, let me go here. to four. Halo. Okay. And I just leave it open, like Halo. The series. Straight just up, in, leave it open. General. The series, everything about it. Um, especially when you get into multiplayer, I will still tell you to this day, it is the best competitive multiplayer game out there i don't give a shit about this valorant and all the other fucking bullshit that people have out there there is no better multiplayer game for competitive play than halo hands yeah. down hard stop done especially when they bring back the old maps that you're playing on and we will get into it i am sure in another episode but would hands down destroy destroy the entire industry if they would build a fucking battle royale rant over on that yeah. <laughs> we all have another episode where i go off on that listen hopefully it happens soon i keep waiting you gotta imagine it's coming but we've been Even saying the that shitty for five one that years they built in the forge is better than most battle royale yeah right now. that's very true uh my number four is fallout 3 and if you listen to the beginning of this podcast uh, I you, like I like that pick. You, the re, the reason, if you listen to the beginning of this podcast, I talked about, I, you know, I had a Coleco, then I had NES, and I, I just mainly played a lot of sports games, um, some, some random games. Why three? Stuff, but so I obviously never played one or two. Oh, okay. So when I played, I, I didn't know what Fallout was. I had a buddy that we we played World at War with all the time. So now I was getting into shooters. So, of course, I'm mm -hmm. playing, you know, and I played Halo with friends and stuff back in the day, but never really got into it like a lot of other people did. So, but when I played through the games, and I had my moments with Halo. I think I even rented an Xbox once with my brother. We were just blown away, like, trying to figure out how to use the, the thumbsticks together was, like, a, a crazy thing. But Fallout 3 was the first time I had ever played something that wasn't a shooter or sports game. It was a, it was RPG. Yeah. And I'd never, I'd never played anything like that before. So this blew my mind how I could make a character. And I actually used to sit on Xbox party chat with a buddy and we would play it at the same time and go to the same places. Obviously it's a single player game, Yeah. but like what bl even blew my mind even more. And he would like send me pictures cause I would get someplace and be like, this is what it looks like. And then he would get someplace and some random thing would happen in his game and it would be completely different. I mean, it would look the same, but some sort of interaction. I, I was like, this is just absolutely mind-blowing, you know, to, to, under, to know that games, the story's kind of cheesy, whatever, but... Uh, won a lot of awards. What, yeah, game ended up being game of the year, but I had never, 
I mean, I lived in Vegas at the time. I worked at a casino and it was, it was the first time I had played a game really where when I was at work, so I, funny story, I used to have a big gambling problem. So when I took a job in Vegas, I was kind of nervous being in the casinos, but this game replaced my gambling addiction because I never wanted to stay after work at any casino to play poker, to do anything. I was just, as soon as I get off work, raced home and wanted to play more Fallout 3 because I just nice. was so blown away. So that's me. All right, you're number three. Uh, number three, Telltale's The Walking Dead Season 1. I was a huge, oh, you're missing. I was a huge, I still am. I'm a huge Walking Dead fan. I never watched the show. My wife was into it. I'm not into the zombie shows, so. Yeah, so I I love it. Now, it doesn't doesn't really correlate to the show, and it takes more of a comic book approach. And, of course, this is the first time, you know, Telltale really getting on the map with their episodic. Most people don't realize The Walking Dead was a comic book. Yeah, yeah. So that's when I I found out that it was a graphic novel, comic book style. And so then I was like, you know what? I'm just going to play this. Like, I like The Walking Dead. And the thing I like about The Walking Dead is the people interaction, the story. So, I, you know, and then it was interesting because I never played a game where it's episodic. You know, they'd put out episode one and then you have to wait a month for episode two to come out and each episode was about two hours long but it's the first game that actually made me cry like i i mean i don't care if anyone i don't care if anyone makes fun of me because almost every video game journalist talks about it but like i literally like bawled my eyes out playing this well i mean i mean you you're getting into more of games as cinema there yeah like you're playing a movie you are immersed in this character yeah you under the story the story is what keeps you going in those games and the immersiveness um so it's funny so you go that way with your number three my number three is slide up the timeline farther in the world same concept of game uh the last of us yeah so okay. that's my number three yeah. um which i never i didn't i'm not a playstation I guy think, so i never played it yeah i think for you just played it like when it just came out like just watch a tv of, show i was gonna play it but i didn't buy it oh you didn't buy it um i just just go play it like it's fucking i mean amazing. i've but watched anyway. people i've basically um, watched the game besides yeah, the tv so show but that, yeah I mean, that's great just game. as fun as playing it but yeah the Last of Us, kind of for all the same reasons that you you kind of said there, not the episodic or anything like that, but the the engagement of the story and your your it was the first game where I didn't realize the cutscenes had happened. Yeah, like like I'm playing into it, a cutscene would happen, then I'd start playing, and I'm like, it just it's just smooth. Like they 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 nailed everything. The music is phenomenal the clickers the show obviously is doing phenomenal as it is now and, and like i played this way before the show yeah of course yeah, i mean this is when day. it came out ps3 before it even got upgraded to the yeah, ps4 version it was, yeah ps3 and i beat i bought the game and beat it in the same day because you couldn't stop playing I couldn't stop playing. I had to get to the You end. wanted to know what was going to happen next. It's the exactly. story. And it, but so. and, it, but, and it was also to where there's no stop. There was no like gap in the game to where you're just like, oh, this is getting boring. I'm going to go, you know, I'm going to walk away from it now and I'll come back to this later. Oh, this is the 17th time I've done this thing. No, it just immersed you from end to end. It's like binging a, a TV time. show on Netflix or something, right? You just it wanted is. to keep. 
It is 100%. The show, oh, yeah, we've, we'll talk about that when it comes back out. Um, but that's my number three. So my number two is World of Warcraft. I don't need to go into it. It's too big of a game. It's been around forever, but it is yet to be unbeaten by anyone that's come in that arena for a massive multiplayer MMO game. No one, no one has come close and everyone else that has tried and has been this thing that's going to knock off world of Warcraft. They're gone. Their player base is gone. We're talking about at one point, 10 million subscribers. We're talking, you have to pay monthly to play this game. They had 10 million at the height of the game. And it is probably lore. I've read all the books. Mm-hmm. I have all the books. I watched the movie that they tried. Still good as a fan, but it could have been better. And when you say a game that's made you cry, this game has made me cry more times than not. Like this story, the immersing, everything that you have, even right now, and I'm not playing a lot, I follow the story. Mm Mm-hmm. Like I will, I will go watch guys play. So I know what the story is and all the stuff that's happening with Anduin right now. And it's just unbelievable. And if you don't even want to play the games, fine. I don't care there. Go read the book series. If you are a fantasy book fan, read the book series. It's phenomenal because they write the books before they make the game. Yeah. It's all based off of that. The lore is so in depth into these characters because it's 15, 16 years old now. Like we've been doing this for a long time and it still reinvents itself and continues to be on the top of its genre. Your number two. My number two is probably going to surprise you. Uh, It was my ultimate guilty pleasure game back in the day. It is Super Mario Brothers 3. I can understand that game. I understand it. I didn't realize you played it that much. Oh my god! I probably it's probably the game that I you may and my have, wife can put have the like most a challenge on who's played it the most. I, it was probably the game I ever played the most on the NES uh, because I, you know, the sports games you could only play so long. They weren't as in depth as they are today, right? Like no, you didn't you have play any for like an hour. <laughs> so, uh, um, for those if you're younger, you got to remember. The NES and Mario Brothers 3 is out before the mainstream internet. I don't want to sit there and definitively say there was no internet. I don't remember the, the timeline. You had what was called the Nintendo Power Magazine. And a game would come out. And then maybe a month later, you'd get the next version of Nintendo Power. If you could find it or your parents, if you didn't have a subscription, you had to go try to find it someplace. And then maybe you would get like one hint, nice. one cheat in the in the magazine about their newest game and so mario brothers 3 has a lot of hidden you never did the call center i did do the call center once yes remember that yeah yeah i got in trouble could, for doing the call so center. back so so before so kind of like you had that but before you had the internet and youtube nintendo actually made a call center that you could call into and you could they would help you through a level through the game yeah. through a level and beat the level or the game that they had and it was hard to get that job like it was hard you had to know these games inside and yeah. out and that was all through nintendo power the nintendo power magazine set up those call yeah. centers 
So it was the first game, like I said, for those that don't don't know, it was the first game that had, a, I mean, a lot of games had Easter eggs and tricks and hidden plays, but as far as a mainstream game, it's the first one I played anyways that had, I mean, this game has so many hidden levels. Remember, and I think just literally on the third level, you can like well, duck down and go, be, go behind. Yeah, there weren't glitches. We're not talking about glitches. Purposeful. Like, this is purposeful. You could like go behind the map. Yeah. And... Cause, so cause what's like, funny like screwed in yeah yeah and, you could just and what's funny is that once you realize you could do it now you spend the next week in every level trying to see if you can go and there are other places you can go behind but you just that's all you do because everything there is no mainstream internet learn all the cheats an hour after the game comes out or an hour even before the game comes out so it was a lot of trial and error and then you'd talk to your friends and one of your friends would go oh i found this and you go home and try it and then you tell them what you found so it was a lot of interaction that way so very interesting um nintendo power last episode was in our issue was in 2012 yeah. started in 1988 mm -hmm. that has got to be some kind of like ridiculous record there for like putting out magazines for that long i don't i wonder how long game informer because i think they still have a go game informer has been magazine. around a while but yeah. I, I i remember nintendo power being one of the first ones and then i remember the uh first like the first Nintendo Power that had the crossover was Sega. Oh my god, yeah, that like a hedgehog. Like, yeah, it was just insane. Um, okay, so that was your my number, number two. two. So number one, this probably changed. I at this point, I had already played Fallout Three, so I've been introduced to this type of game. But number one for me is the Mass Effect series. Uh, because like I said, the Fallout Three story is. I do find it. It is pretty cheesy but the mass effect series to me took what i liked about fallout 3 put it in a better story also put it in space and i'm a huge star wars and star trek fan so i was in space mind blown yeah. that this was a thing and then on top of it they got three games where they're all connected now i don't want to get into the endings obviously extremely controversial but just mind blown that the, the, you know i i could be playing mass effect 2 and I've got a character in my game, and Ender, you could be playing Mass Effect 2, and we both played 1, but you made decisions in 1 where certain characters were killed, and they're alive in my game in Mass Effect. Completely different game. They're alive in my game. They're not alive in your game because they died in, in the first one. Like, it mm -hmm. just... Or different characters alive in your game that died. Like, it just blew my mind. And the story, to me, is so great. Uh, the ending, blah, 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 whatever. But it's kind of like one of the, you know, a TV show you like seven, eight, nine seasons. You you just can't. There would be no ending you can make that is satisfactory, right? Because it's gone on too long. No, and and I mean, like you you have to. I think in order to make an ending good, you have to write the ending first. Like and you have to, to know it, yeah. what it's going to end, and then lead everything up to it. Um, rather than what I think a lot of a lot of TV shows like everyone looks at the TV shows and things like that and they're like oh that one ended great well they wrote the ending first yeah like they, or knew they where limited the amount end. of seasons too right because a lot of times these well, networks they get knew involved when it was gonna end well these I networks think when get you don't involved limit the and seasons, they, they make it they're like no 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 we want more seasons there's viewers watching well as you go to the, that's what i'm saying like you go you go there and say this is a five season series i've written the ending this is how it's going to end we'll start there we'll fill in everything between but we are going to end at five we're going to end at three it, it has yeah, to yeah. have an end um, that's why I think some of your best shows right now are your mini series. Yeah, of course. Like, there's there's nine episodes. There's there's five episodes. That's all there's ever going to be, and they're phenomenal. 
Uh, the Queen's Gambit is one of mm-hmm. like, the examples there of, of one, just phenomenal show. But you knew the ending. Like they started that backwards and they built it yeah. that way. Um, so it's funny you go with Mass Effect. Not funny, but my game is similar. Uh, it's it's very similar in that. Because I thought it would be War- Warcraft for you, but. So no. So Warcraft would be like that. But the the one that blew me away more than than any other game and one that i think i to this day if i was going to recommend anyone to play a video game for first time like i have never played video games i don't know anything about them what game should i go play this is the one that i would recommend to them and it's fable fable hands down the original or any of the original fable one I don't know. I don't think two and three and everything. I love two is my favorite, but three is weird. Two was great. Two, they were, but nothing hit me like Fable One. And the reason why, and I think it's the same reasons Mass Effect hit you. Your decisions mattered. Whether you're going to play evil or good, not to the degree of Mass Effect. I think Mass Effect took that concept and blew it up even more by, mm. like you said, changing the game completely. Like it's you could play Mass Effect five times and play completely different. Yeah, and get things that you didn't do in the first. Because you could also build your character differently. Correct. And Fable's not like that. Like Fable, you it's still a linear story that they're taking you through, but the way you could, again, the story behind it, the different ways you could play. You're good. You played again as evil. Then you played in as neutral. Um, Making the decisions on what side quests you did changed what you could do as you're moving forward in the game. Like if I didn't do this side quest, I can't go up to the top of the dungeon. I have to go to the bottom dungeon. Like I, I because I made this decision earlier in the game that I cannot change. Now I've yeah, made that you, decision. Yeah. I've locked myself in, you know, like I am playing as a bad guy. I can't go back and be a good guy and change how it's going to work. I've made the decision and I have to play the game through that decision. And I always say, if you're going to start your, your gaming world, go to fable because you're going to get immersed in a story. It's not that hard to play. No, no, it's, it's not simple, a lot of simple compl- play pl- yeah. complexities. There's not many buttons that you have to learn. You had a couple of spells that you're going to play, but your storyline is phenomenal. And I'll even throw like the lost chapters in there as well. So like that was the, the add on to the original mm-hmm. fable game. So fable and the lost chapters. Um, but my number one is, is definitely fable all the way you know if i had a one and one b like i think that's where fable and world of warcraft really hit for me but those were the games that's us um anything else you want to let people know before we get out of here for yeah i think the cool thing about our minutes and win an hour yeah i think the cool thing about our game our our top games each is that uh you can play them on xbox game pass so shout out to Uh, the best cloud gaming platforming out there uh no some of them halo and fable no you can play ams effect oh or or, well i said our top games our top games games. world of warcraft coming to game pass soon guaranteed dude they bought activision blizzard it's coming to game Pass. it might it might it might happen and the last of us you can play online now at mario 64 if you got a switch you can play it so um all those in that and that's subscription fee you can play those all the mario games even mario 3 Super Mario 3 you can play. All right, so this is going to be our episode. This is our first one. We're back. My name's Ender. 
The guy over there is James. Have a good night, evening, morning, whenever you're listening to this. See you later.